The run with the arms, just every time I see it, it makes <laughs> me laugh. Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the Podcast. You didn't need but deserve where all levels of nerd are welcome. <gasps> yeah, you are. Say bye to all the Felicias and hi to all the Miss Parkers. Uh, hey, Miss Parker. Because we ain't got work. We ain't got shit to do. So we're going to talk about the marquee topic, 1995's Friday. You know it. Damn! Friday! Um, yeah, it's uh, our first episode of February. Mm-hmm. Which, the best month. Uh, the, rest, the rest of the country decided to give one month to celebrate all of the black history, which is just American history. Mm-hmm. But So what we're going to do this yeah. month is just talk about the, the dopest, blackest things of media that we found Some that of. we can talk about. Next this year, we'll do it again. The thing is, like, exactly. we can't possibly fit it even if we had all the months no. in the year. Yeah. Uh, so these are the things that we want to do on a weekly basis. And we're starting out with Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get too far into it, let's introduce the host. Let's do it. I'm, I'm Tom. I'm Corey. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ollie. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by Patreon. As a member of the Nerdon Nation, you do get fun perks like early access to episodes, depending on the tier, ad free episodes. Uh, you get exclusive bonus episodes, which three posted in the past week and a half. Holy so that's wild. Wow. Um, but yeah, lots of fun stuff. The Discord server is hopping all the time, so we really love talking Our to our day. fans. Um, but yeah, please check that out. Nerdon.io backslash Patreon. Um, but also, if you would like to further support the show, you can check out all of our affiliates. It is on nerdon.tv backslash partners. Uh, from Amazon to Comixology, you can shop and support us at the same time. And do know a little bit of every purchase the Wow. Duh. Does Duh. does go to supporting us. You heard it here first. Every purchase, duh. Duh. <laughs> but also they does do. It does support us and help us be the best, best podcast that we can be. That is the housekeeping. Woohoo! Good job. Yahoo! <laughs> so let's talk about Friday. Let's do it. What's I'm going just on? To see who's gonna like bring it in. Okay, it's so be like, it's always Tom. everyone. You always do it. I know. So. Yeah, I didn't want to steal the thunder. Everyone here, well, but we, everyone here knows that this is a. <laughs> I was like, wait for it. We can have some of the lightning. Uh, so if you are, if this is the first podcast of uh, Nerd On that you've listened to or watching, uh, wherever you are, thank Welcome. you for checking us out. Um, we appreciate it. But if you know us, then you know that at the end of a completed work such as this one film, <gasps> uh, at the end of it, we must rate it. So right now we get to our first segment, which is Guess, Guess That Grump. Who's going to be the grump? You got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. As the grump. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yes, uh, Guess That Grump is a segment of our show where we are going to go around the horn. <gasps> Some cross Wow. Words. I see the Crusader. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we're going to guess who's going to have the lowest rating from a zero to five. No matter how high it is, the lowest one in the group becomes the Grump for the week. We encourage everyone at home to play along. And if you are a member of the Nerd on Nation, you get to be part and uh, be that Guess That Grumper guesser. 
Yep, that's officially yeah. what it's called. Okay. Wow. <laughs> hey, can you come up with graphics for that? Yeah, it's already done. Guess yeah. that oh, Grumper yeah. Guesser. I've got Guess the that Grumper Guesser Gator Man. Anyway, start us off, Tom, so, since you never uh, explain it. And I always get it wrong. I will uh, guess that it is going to be Ali. Oh, the friend of friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ali, excellent. who you got? Uh, let's see. My guy. My guy. I'm going to go with Caitlin. I'm oh. the guy. <laughs> uh, We're all guy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, I'm going to go with Ali. Oh, oh wow. Jack Hughes. Smart. Yeah. Jack Hughes. <laughs> Josh? <laughs> Come on. I'm Come on, Josh. Go. Come on, Josh. I'm going to go. I like how it's only between these two. Well, in my brain, I was. it's either Could be me. I'm going to go with Ali. Wow. Yes, Corey, <laughs> oh, that is my final answer. Watch it be Corey at the end. Anyway. But who knows? Ollie might just have nothing good to say but other than the fact that it's good visuals. And then he's like, I really like it. No, there is no Batman. <laughs> I do think it's Well, there Ollie. is Black Man. You think it's Ollie? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Right. four votes. Do well, it. What did the Nerd on Nation think? Votes, the Nerd it. on Nation voted for Tom. <laughs> well, oh, all that right, was, Tom. Uh, that was probably not the... Yeah. So uh, the Tom. way it's going to go is Josh and I will go first. Hey. Uh, then it will be between Tom and Caitlin, and then Ollie last. All right. All right. The one that speaks most like Chris Tucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is Damn, shut <laughs> <laughs> uh, So now that uh, we get that out of the way, we go move on to the complete spoiler of that, which is our first impressions and initial reactions, if you're across the pond or wherever we may be, where we're going to discuss it. So let's- uh, I'll go know. first. Go ahead. Yay. Friday. Uh, this is not my first rodeo with this movie. Uh, I watched this a long time ago. Shout out to Jolie, my dad. Uh, showed it to me. He was a big... He's the one who showed me all the Chris Tucker stuff. He's a big Chris Tucker fan. Loved. Mm -hmm. Rush Hour was like on in our house 24-7. Especially when 2 came out. It was like his renaissance of like, oh yeah, Chris Tucker's fucking amazing. Let's uh And then you watch all rolling. of Chris Tucker stuff. Death right. Tent. So this and Friday, uh, Rush Hour and, and Friday were on a lot. So um, this... I, I mean, this is probably the reason I, I think Chris Tucker's fucking hilarious. And I think Ice Cube is such a talented talented dude yeah um i don't think i've seen a ice cube movie that i didn't like to yeah, some guess, extent did you not see triple triple x i know what i didn't see triple x did you the follow up you know did what you he say, wasn't are the, we there yet part two uh i still like him. how dare you without going into it he wasn't the worst part of that movie. i also didn't say i've seen all his movies i'm saying all the ones i've seen of his i have been great there yeah. we go all two of them. um no Just kidding uh kidding. but yeah i think uh this is such like a, um, it reminds me, of, and maybe I picked wrong because it reminds me of Clerks a lot. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of about nothing, but about kind of just that everything at the same time. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, it only affects a small amount of people in these like four houses. Yeah. Really, it's like, like a that block's one worth little block. Yeah. Everything. And it's, that's kind of what I love about it. And mm -hmm. it's kind of, I think this may have sculpted some of the movies that I really love, which are all very small, concentrated stories that don't really affect outside, like, one household. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, this, is, this is something I could put on any day. Yeah, easy watching. Nice. Caitlin, feel it. Culture shock. Culture shock. <laughs> wow. Next? You had no uh, idea? No. No, well, um, so I grew up in, like, super white bread Indiana. We can tell. Um, yeah, obviously. And so, was this your first rodeo with this movie? Very first, okay. yeah. Wow. This, That's what and, I was thinking. Not to cut you off, but I was like, "You guys picked the LA resident." As yeah, the one I, that would I, not as like I'm the movie. explaining the movie, I was like, 
Uh, yeah, but anyways, I was going to say on. people who are touring it might actually like it more than people who have lived with it. That's a good point. Yeah, so but, uh, so a lot of this was like, but but there was a familiarity to it because uh, there's a lot of similar cultural things in where I lived. Um, All that the families I found. know each other. The neighbors know each other. Exactly. Little small there, there was, town-y it was small feeling. town feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know every town has a bully. Every town has that like sporadic person who's always asking for something. Uh, the loud person. Um, you know. I like that you called him sporadic. I. <laughs> That's very kind of you. I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> this is what we do. Um, they very clearly call him a crackhead in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, from the Midwest, a little bit of culture <laughs> Can't shock. Can't catch crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but it was like it was really fun to experience that, like. It through was this just lens. a very yeah through this lens. It was it was very different, and I very much felt out of my element, but also at home at the same time. So it was like a weird. It's kind of like you're coming over for the cookout. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's welcoming, but also it's like you're experiencing something new. Yeah. You're yeah. yeah. Very good. Um, so I saw this way back in the day. Was this I don't Hollywood think... video day? No, no, no. Okay. This is like because it came out day. in 1995, and how dare you? Um, you were already 30 19- by then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you saw I was theaters 10. With your kids. Um, Wait, so this, this, is, uh, this is PB or BP before Paddington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely, definitely. Um, so I saw it back in the day and I remember loving it um, because it is a, it's, a, it's a silly comedy. It's, it is about nothing, but it is about something. But it's, it's, it's random moments of silliness mm-hmm. and a lot of improv, which I dig. And it's the thing is too, is that I really love movies that are about kind of the, I, there's really no simple way to say this kind of about the hood, South central. Like I love boys in the hood. Mm. I love menace to society, South central, mm. higher learning. The thing about this movie is that I love that it, it's a whole different viewpoint because both those movies were, King. huh? So they're both, both Ice Cube and Regina King. Yeah, but they're, the, those movies were so intense that it was nice. A little bit that more this about was, the crime stuff. And this was what I liked about reading and doing research about this is Ice, Ice Cube was like, you have all of these intense movies and nobody's showing that. Yeah, we had like, it was rough where we live, but we tried to have a good time. Yeah. We tried to make light of it. And we, you know, there are those. It, it was just, I really dug it. I Those it, little moments yeah, in there's, between that they yeah. write and show about like. Yeah. Your day to day. It's a little slice of life. Exactly. And um I think uh the anime. Watching it now nowadays, there are some things that I'm like, okay, that didn't age the same for me personally, but watching it again, I was like, ah oh, yeah, I get it. It's, there's yeah, there's some things in there that are definitely a product of the time. Yeah. But definitely. that's also kind of what it kind was supposed the, to be. Yeah. yeah. It's almost exactly. like a um, I think if I'm not mistaken and well, this someone is, out there, correct me. I believe it. The even the house that it was filmed at is a historical landmark now because of the movie. Yeah, wow. Because of the cultural relevance. I mean, of this the is film. also BT before Twitter. Yeah, where everyone just tattled on each other. I so. mean, and the and the cool thing about it is it was such a passion project for everybody. It's in their kind of their home. It's the house that the director grew up in. Yeah, it's it, they, the, the it was one a where lot of, the bike scene where yeah, he punches yeah. Red, knocks yeah. him out. That's the house that the director grew up in. It's a lot of really like guerrilla filmmaking. 
Like um, it was yeah. like the all the, the dawn houses of, they used were friends. It was like the dawn of the digital age, kind of. So like a lot of digital film or filmmakers were wanted to really use like film cameras, but then also like having digital cameras allowed them to move in smaller spaces. So you'll hear like Michael Mann and stuff like that. But it really a lot of it came to like bringing cameras into houses, so you didn't have to like clear off whole like streets build and a stuff new like set. That. or build a set, yeah. yeah, or use sound stages. So yeah, you just brought them into a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. Oli? um, this actually funny enough, I saw next Friday first. Before this, <laughs> I think it was an age thing or something. Like I couldn't see like that being ten years old or whatever or at the time. Simpsons, no or Simpsons. <laughs> that was two thousand. What the next, next Friday. Friday? So that makes more sense for me. You were like at least twenty, first. right? And then, um, which I loved, a great movie. Uh, and then I discovered Friday, and like I, I find it to be a far superior film. Yeah. Um, well, I just think Chris Tucker just works so much better. They're dynamic. Like together. they're dynamic. Yeah. Uh, but it's just it's it's such a great honest and genuine move movie and it's it's very relaxed it doesn't have they don't nobody's saving the world it's just two people living just like you were saying mm-hmm. it's very uh very strong comparisons to clerks and just kind of day in day in the life of like clerks is just two like two nerds like yeah. geeking out about star wars this is the same thing just for like different audience whatever different their passion kind of culture is, yeah. yeah yeah um and it was funny watching it like more late more recently i could relate to like more of what they're talking about and stuff like that, um, which is funny. And then like, yeah, it's just it's just hilarious. Yeah, from beginning to end. Yeah, loved it. Tom, uh, so I watched this like while like when I was a, like a youth, an adolescent, <laughs> you were like yeah, three years old. Uh, yeah. Youth, nineteen ninety five. It would have been I was four. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I watched it like later on. It's a <gasps> USA rerun. Um, and, uh, and I, I, I absolutely love it because to me, that's where a lot of the playground conversations came from. So like saying, yes, just like that or saying, damn, saying like, you got knocked the fuck out. Like all that shit like came from this Felicia. Yeah. By Felicia though, actually, I feel like has gotten such a huge renaissance. Like in the, it was like in the, the, yeah, after 2000, 2010, 2012 in that meme culture. Yeah. Um, because I had no I idea for- where that was coming from. Because I, I forgot, back, I was like, "Who's Felicia?" I forgot that reference, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's what's happening." Why is that coming up? Like, and then yeah. I realized, I, th- I think it probably came back because like the next movies. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the actor that played, I was reading the actor that played Felicia started getting like royalty checks, and she was like, "Why?" Hell yeah. And then it's because of this. Nice. I mean, just meme meme culture. It can yeah. it can reawaken. Yeah. The love for something. Uh, so, uh, yeah, when I watched it, I, to me, this was, like, a very normal film. Like, I, like, amongst the Schwarzenegger and Stallone stuff, like, uh, I guess, like, I've always, like, tried to watch a lot of black culture stuff. And not even, like, actively trying, but it's, like, I never watched, like, Full House. I never watched Step by Step. I watched, like, Family Manners and Fresh Prince. And so, like, where I got comedy was from that culture. Um, and then me being like someone that always kind of visited, but then like I grew up around a bunch of Asian people. So I never grew up around like a lot of black kids. Um, but then going, moving to Sacramento, then meeting more black kids and stuff like that. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then like, we all had similar references. It was kind of this nice thing of like, we always kind of come, come back to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, going from a filmmaker standpoint or film standpoint, I like really appreciate what this was trying to do at the time of, especially during the early, like technically earlier nineties. Um, and how it kind of gave light to a genre of films that wasn't purely black exploitation, mm. um, but it was more about again like slice of life. But like, I was actually talking to a friend who is a black filmmaker. Shout out to Max, uh, and he was talking about like I'm getting kind of tired of seeing films about black struggle 
And he's like, I like to see just a normal black person. Normal, yeah. And it was kind of like, yeah, this is kind of like that. I mean, like you had Spike Lee back in the day as well and John Singleton doing their thing. Mm -hmm. But this film kind of asked to be like, we can just normalize, you know, American culture. But also like the other thing that it shows is uh, family. Mm -hmm. Like a a lot of those those, um, films of the early 90s that were about this area it was single mom, single dads, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it was like, no, there are families that have mom, dad, yeah. like they're full and they work and everything's good. Like Not you don't everything have has to, to be show riddled the, in right. trauma and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy it as like a, a film that I would kind of just watch as like a good t- uh, time passer and stuff like that. Put it on with a bunch of friends and stuff like that. So. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So that um, gives everyone an idea what the ratings might be. I don't know if that Maybe. actually cleared anything up. It didn't. Probably not but, at all. But um, we got to move on to our next two segments, which is going to be our brief synopsis and our uh, production. Then we'll move on to uh, the meat and potatoes. So, brief synopsis. Uh, who is, jo- join me, please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it starts out with Craig um, and uh, Smokey, who wake mm-hmm. up on a regular Friday. Um, but we find out that Craig who uh, had gotten fired because security cameras of his job uh, caught him stealing some boxes. boxes. Uh, And so everyone, the running joke is like, how did you get fired on your day off? You must be some kind of stupid to do that. Um, And so... (laughs) If you watch at the beginning of the film, there's someone walking away with a ton of boxes. Mm -hmm. Meaning... It's running. That's... The guy. That's, That's the guy. And uh, Megan Good is the one that says, oh, he was doing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but so uh, we started this morning and we kind of see uh, a view of Craig's life between his sister Dana and his mom and his dad. And they both know like he needs a job and how just getting something as benign as cereal is very difficult to do. <laughs> um, it's a very realistic, <laughs> grounded take at kind of just life. You know, life is hard to have. Yeah. Um, and so everyone goes off to work, but then Smokey says, hey, let's go out, let's chill, let's smoke on the on the porch because you ain't got shit to do, ain't got no job. And so- it's Friday. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get you high as hell. Um, Craig doesn't smoke. Craig doesn't smoke. Uh, he's the straight man. He's the Dean Martin to the Jerry Lewis. You find it's the odd couple. Yes. Smokey is, uh, sells weed yes. for a guy. Named uh, uh, Big Worm. Big Worm. Yeah. worm. I was going to say Big Snake. Big, yeah. uh, big whatever you call it. <laughs> big Perm. I mean, Big yeah. Worm. Uh, big Worm. And uh, lo and behold, Smokey is uh, dipping into the uh, reservoir of weed that he should be <laughs> selling. Testing his own product. And um, so the ticking time bomb is that uh, by 10 o'clock, not 10.03, not 10.36, but 10 o'clock, yeah. uh, Smokey has to have $200. Um, and at the onset, uh, Craig has this girlfriend that he isn't really into, but he also wants Dana to hook him up with his friend, with Debbie. her friend, Debbie. Yeah, that's the friend. Um, and so hilarity will ensue based on the elements of the neighborhood uh, bu- bully. Yeah. Well, the neighborhood bully Debo, who uh-huh. just steals everyone's stuff and rides a rickety ass bike that he that stole. Is also that stolen. Stolen. stolen from Red. Yeah, and. Um, you know, just the hilarity that ensues from there. Going to a liquor store to pick up cigarettes for Smokey's mom, to uh, hiding your uh, valuables from Debo, to actually at the very end, climax, is um, when Debo uh, is... Hitting women. Hitting women, and it has uh, beat up Felicia. And then hits Debbie. And then hits Debbie. And then uh, Craig. Craig has to fight like a man, put his dukes up, First put the gun First he pulls away. out a gun. Yeah. Yep. Which his dad tells him, he's like, I didn't, it's not what we wanted when we moved here. And he puts up his hands, he says, this is all you need. This is how you be mm-hmm. a man. He's sometimes like, you may, you'll get hit down. Sometimes yep. you'll lose, but, but you'll you fight an next to, day. Yeah. Fight another day. So he puts the gun so down, they fight. They fight, and they both fight dirty, which is great. 
Yeah. Um, and then uh, Debo gets knocked out at the end, and then um, the titular line, you got knocked the fuck out, uh, happens, and Smokey takes $200, and we're all safe and clear. And Red takes his grandma's chain back. And Grandma gave me uh, Craig then, you and know, his bike. sets up a and little morning breakfast with uh, Debbie, mm-hmm. and then Smokey's like, yeah, man, I'm gonna do all right, I'm gonna go to rehab, and then uh, this, is, wall. this is the second fourth wall break, and Craig uh, has the first, first one. one, and then he says, nah, I'm just playing. You know I'm playing. Okay. You know I'm playing. And, I was uh, just bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And you know this, man. So, at the end of the day, so have they learned something? Maybe not, but have they changed? Yes, they have. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It was cool. about like 20 seconds? It was about 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay, for sure. Uh, <laughs> anyway, as always, nerd on. Um, <laughs> so, uh, let's get into the production. Production. This was distributed by New Line Cinema, uh, who has also distributed things such as The Mask, <gasps> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Lord of the Rings. Is that yeah, OG yeah. Ninja Turtles? Yes. Yeah. The OGs. 89. Mm-hmm. Um, the directors, F. Gary Gray, who did the Italian job, the negotiator, straight out of Compton. And then for the producer, we have Patricia Charbonnet, who did Jane, hmm, Dangerous Ground and The Players Club. Uh, the writers are Ice Cube, who was in All About the Benjamins. Uh, wrote All About the Benjamins, The Players Club, The Janky Promoters, and uh, DJ Pooh, who did Three Strikes, Grow House, In the Flow with Affian Crockett. Uh, and then our cast is Ice Cube, who's in Boys in the Hood, Twenty One Jump Street, and Anaconda. Chris Tucker, who's in Rush Hour, oh, wow, yeah. Money mm. Talks, and The Fifth Element. Nia Long. Oh, oh sorry, uh, Nia Long, who was in Big Mama's House, Keanu, The Best Man. Tiny Zeus Lister Jr. from Little Nicky, The Dark Knight, The Human Centipede 3. Uh, um, <laughs> Regina King from Watchmen. Yes. Time of our Lord. Uh. <laughs> Cinderella Story and Ray. Uh, Maria, Anna Maria Horsford. Uh, hopefully I said that correctly. One Fine Day, How High Minority Report. Bernie Mac from Bernie Mac Show. Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Ocean's mm-hmm. Eleven. Uh, and then we have John Witherspoon from R. Little R. Man, mm. Soul Plane, and The Boondocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the release date is April 26th, 1995. The runtime is 91 minutes. It took $3.5 million to make and grossed $28.2 million. Uh, the Rotten Tomato score is 78% for the critics and 91% for the audience. So Audience sequels. loved it. Audience yeah. loved it. Critics were like, maybe. Same thing with clerks. Well, and mm-hmm. there's a funny thing. So I actually recently listened to uh, one of the head writers for Rotten Tomatoes, and they actually do this thing where um, they have a podcast oh, as yeah. well as articles that they say like it's a rewind review, and then they realize like, oh, we actually didn't realize understand its brilliance mm. at the time. I was like, yeah, motherfuckers ain't woke. Um, so wow. I get it, but also that's why. Uh, again, I don't trust critics well, with every review. It's Ever. so it's so interesting to look back on things that like even looking back at things that maybe you liked or things that you didn't like and to look at it with a different lens, different all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and go, Wow. Oh, this means something different. Yeah, this yeah. is because yeah. you actually you start to get deeper context. You start to see like like this movie is actually incredibly important for black cinema. Yes. And being able to look back and go, Wow, the importance of it. And then it's like, oh, this is what it was trying to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And that that changes in all honesty, that changes the lens by which sometimes your rating is based on. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, well, that being said. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so now we'll move on to the meat and potatoes, where we get to talk about favorite parts, favorite characters, and then our qualms, and then finally rating. So, the milk and cereal. Yes. It's my, one of my first favorite parts in the whole movie. Milk and yep. cereal. Just that, fe- I like, uh, that feel. killed me. But that put feel. some water, I, it won't that, hurt, man. Yes. 
That yes. is something my dad did. I, I grew up on that shit. My wow. dad did that. Fucking water. Never. Shout out to Jolie. That never happened in my household. Must be you fucking never nice. It really was nice. Yeah. Privileged. No, we were. I, I, we were ran, ran out of milk, and I, but I wouldn't do water. Oh. And so it would just be no cereal. I would, because then my dad would be like, look, fat-free milk. Yeah. <sighs> no, my dad would be like, you got to go to school. You're going to eat that or not? And I was like, all right. So, You're right. Uh, and the struggle, because he's so excited. He's so excited so for the milk. The, the, and not just the milk, I mean, but the, the, cereal, cat, yeah, yeah. The, when, the, the cereal. He was like, yes. When I saw the him pour bowl. the whole box, I was like, live your best life. Yeah. I actually, Do it. I know some people that that's... And then the dad coming out they, and be like, you're always in the fridge. Always, and he, Every time I'm in here, here, you in here. He's eating, he's in eating the fridge. through the whole film. Yeah. He's eating food, by <laughs> but, the way. That's true. Except yeah. when he's the on the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say this as well. Like when Ice Cube in that moment where he finds out that there's no milk in his carton slams that shit and it like breaks glass and the sounding like, <laughs> my God, I was like, that is like made out of wood. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but like that captured how angry that can be. Yeah. You know, like how you know, infuriating. Yeah. Like how angry it can be. How, how angry the box can be. Yeah. I was like, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, um, my favorite. Like, I'm milk. <laughs> I was like, Josh, I'm so angry. Josh, uh, don't steal it. Don't steal it from me. But go on. <laughs> so much pressure. Uh, I would say one of my favorite spots is when Debo comes and it's red, Smokey, and Craig, and they're all standing there. And it's their reactions. Oh, it's after he got when, punched? After he got punched. And it's their reactions when like Debo looks away or like, no, 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 no. Oh, he's like, you're going to watch me go to this spot. And he's like, and then uh, Smokey's like, yeah, like behind him. him and the, just like, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, fine. when they're going to break into the neighbor's house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. There's a few moments where, they're, where Debo I'll, is around and they're like, but also, trying to act cool yeah. behind him, but they're like, no. But also yeah. when Red's like, come on, man, I would have helped you out. And he walks out with his arms. Oh, yeah, the run. Yes. The run. And he's like, you didn't help me out last week. It was different. Uh, <laughs> my absolute favorite part, and I think this is the overall, like, what the film is about, mm-hmm. um, is the story between the dad and Craig. Mm-hmm. And oh, when yeah. he pulls out the gun. Um, yep. And when um, uh, John Wither- Witherspoon? Yes, mm-hmm. John Witherspoon. Uh, when he passed away, uh, which was, was only it? a few months ago, a few months ago, from September of 2019, uh, that clip played all over Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I absolutely was there for it. And I thought that was such a wonderful message at that time and also at this time. Yeah. And I thought that was so mm-hmm. cool because it's just talking about like, do you think a gun makes you a man? And it's like, no, I'm a man without it. And it's kind of like having that talk of, and that's the thing about male masculinity, right? And it's like, it's such like a, Honestly, I hate to say it without sounding like I have an agenda. It's such a fragile thing. And it's so interesting that, like, the reinforcement of the father talking to his son about, like, like I would never bring you into a place thinking that you couldn't be safe. Um, and so what you guys need to learn how to do is learn how to fight with your, for yourselves and not be cowards about it. Um, and I thought that was so good, especially for me as a kid growing up that way because, like— as you might have listened on this episode or other episodes, there's a lot of chaos and anger in my body. Um, and what? Can confirm. No. And it's not about, like, killing people. It's about, like, duking it out. It's about fighting for what is right. And so, like, in film language, like, Debo's argument is that he can do whatever he wants. And then Craig's argument is that you can't do that to, like, women. You shouldn't put hands on a woman. And you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so there is the fight like, no, well, might is right. And then Craig's argument is like, well, when might is right, then I got to do everything to get the upper hand. And so it's like those kind of things where it's like in film literacy, you read those things. And that's how any fight scene typically goes. And see, so even though it's not 
choreographed like a John Wick or anything like that. It still plays in the same beats of normal action films where it's like, you know, the the hero gets the upper hand, the villain counter-argues it, and then the hero then counter-argues back, and then the villain can no longer fight back against that argument. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really well done, especially in this grounded sense. Um, and you have the entire community watching. And like, to me, that brought me into why I'm wearing this shirt right now. It's a Dragon Ball Z shirt because that happens all the fucking time where all the squads out there watching their boy getting beat up and they're like, why don't y'all just jump him? It's like, no, this is his fight. And it's like, I get that. And I super like, I connected to those dots. I do want to say though, if I ever get in a fight, y'all get in. Get in. <laughs> yeah. Don't just go, it's his fight because I, no. I will say this. I'll, I'll take the help. I'll break it up and I'll be like, if you do that again, now your fight's with me. Okay. And then sure. I'll be like, hey. oh, damn. But then I'll say, no one helped me out. I'll I'll get my ass whipped on my own court. <laughs> no, we'll help you. We'll help you. Oh um, so yeah. So yeah. So the dad and Craig uh, moment mm-hmm. I think is wonderful. Yeah. I I really loved. This was just like a funny little nugget to me. But like the mom coming out of the or getting into her car. Oh, be like, at hi, Miss Park. Parker. Oh, and the then like oh, the, the fakeness <laughs> and her being yeah. like she should be ashamed coming out like that. I don't. And, and then <laughs> like being like ah yeah no. What's she doing out there looking like a fool? And like, but I think the thing is, like, it's rough because it's like, did this help the cattiness that women have typically, or did this just a uh, capture of it? Right. Mm-hmm. I think it captured more yeah. than like hint. Like it's such an extreme. Yeah. That I don't feel that it was like, a, oh, this is like ruining well, things. I, and, well, and that's the funny thing where it's kind of like there's always there. Everyone's always got some shit to say. Oh, and that's how, the, how do you mean? Like. Smokey, throughout the entire film, Smokey's just telling these stories like, man, fuck this guy, fuck that guy, da da da. And it's like, oh, this one time this happens. It's like, everyone has something to say about somebody else. And that's kind of the thing about like the small town community thing, where it's like, everyone knows about everybody's business and everyone has their own thoughts about each other. Like, they know that guy from, or the, that, uh, uh, Miss Parker from across the street is mm-hmm. kind of a you know uh, promiscuous woman. So yeah, what what I was gonna say, um, kind of jumping on that from the culture shock aspect was I'm Midwest, so like saying sporadic instead of crackhead, like what was so much of a culture shock for me was that like how much on Front Street it was. Like yeah, everyone was being so blunt, blunt mm-hmm. about everything, mm-hmm. and like all the emotions were right out front. Like you cannot like it; that's fine. But where I come from, you just keep it inside. You keep it. It's like just, and it then one day you, you bury die. it deep yeah. down inside, and then you die, and then people figure out what you were mad about. Ah, like that's how it goes. Passive Irish aggressive, guilt. super um, passive aggressive. But then if you see Debbie's character, like when Smokey's all man, it's like man. Why you hook me up with Jan Jackson? You know, like like that. And it's like, she so oh, she's not fat, she's big bone. And then like that, I think that became a thing. And also it's like, she said she looked like Jan Jackson. Oh, oh she, she didn't, didn't go. She didn't go. <laughs> and so it's a thing where it's kind of like it's it's out there, but and it's accepted and it's also protected. Right. You know, like, and that's the thing about Debbie, where she kind of shows like there is a soft gentleness to it as well. But also like there's some bluntness where it's like, I'm just gonna call it straight out it is, and they're like, hey, look, I'm not here. To like say that was a lie, but also that's my friend still, you know. So yeah. I, I I like that there is no real feelings hurt about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love also that Miss Parker is watering a lawn that only has one Ooh. flower. One, yeah. <laughs> the rest what of is, it is dead. What is it? Yeah, smoke is it? She knows what she's doing, man. Yeah, she knows, <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Little shorts. Um, my absolute favorite line from the movie is. Why the fuck are you stealing boxes? You trying to build a clubhouse? <laughs> yeah. Just cracked me up so much. Uh, Ollie? Ollie? Uh, mine, I think one of my favorite is just uh, John Witherspoon. Pretty much anything John Witherspoon did, like any yeah. of his lines. 
uh, absolutely hilarious. But one of my favorites is just him coming to the door with a massive sandwich in his hand. And, <laughs> and he's like, literally eating out of, out of, of, eating the out of it. Picking <laughs> out saying, and like licking his fingers apparently every time. Y'all never had a big ass sandwich like that. I have. You just you eat it slow. Or you no. eat it however the fuck no, you want. You it was just funny while he was eating it. I've done that multiple times. While denying him access to go use the bathroom. I just found that. The one or two? There's only one person doing number two is going to be me. Slam. Slam. And we know that for a fact. The toilet scene. Oh, I mean, that's... All of that. You mean the pooping scene? Like, I change your diapers for whatever. Yes. You, oh. you can stand for five minutes. minutes. Oh, okay. For 22 years. Yeah. My mind you can yeah. smell for five minutes. Uh, I mean, any pretty much anything Smokey did. I know a lot yeah. of it was improvised by Chris Tucker, but oh, I'm such a big fan of his that, yeah. like, seeing... Th- this and the first Rush Hour are, like, prime... Chris Tucker on the, top of his A game. like The funny thing for me, I don't like, and that's the thing, it's improvised and I don't think it was Chris Tucker just being Chris Tucker. And I think it was no. Chris Tucker no. thinking of someone that he knew Oh, for being sure. that person. But you and know what I mean? what I really like, like it's, it. it's all, it all hits, it all lands. There wasn't a single, I don't think there was a single joke he made that I wasn't like, ah, yeah. missed the mark on that one. I was going to say, it also is reminiscent of Ruby Rod. Very Ruby well, Rod. The, yeah. the end, on, you quoted it perfectly. <laughs> what he says at the very end, say it, recite oh. it. I, I literally wrote it down. Wrote it down oh, you wrote it down? I, I was like so entertained. You by have it. the perfect. You have the line. He says, right? "I was just bullshitting," and you know this, this man. man? It's just man? The, the delivery is so classic, Chris Tucker. And yeah. it's like it has a lot of that Ruby Rose. Yeah. And, yeah. but also that scene, Ruby Rod. Where, Ruby Rod. When not Batwoman. When Craig's like, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but he's basically telling Smokey to get his shit together, and like the the scene does take a serious note. And like watching mm-hmm. Chris Tucker's face, like I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, it's I have a great respect for good comedic actors that mm-hmm. can, can get go back serious. and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ice so Cube good. to Smokey. Yeah. He's like, like, all like, you do is, is play. Just... It's like, that's the thing. It's like, no one's playing but you. Yeah. That's a good dope part. Yeah. yeah. I also liked them uh, hiding literally everything anytime Devo came around. Yeah. <laughs> but then also, it's like playing the fucking like Bulk and Skull boom, boom, boom. Like bat bully <laughs> music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, dum, of the, dum, of dum, the dum, bike. Dum. Like, and his shoes aren't fully on. Yeah, they're just kind of like. Not his. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love. Uh, I, I I also loved the. Uh, I mean, shout out to Michael Clark Duncan. Mm. In yeah, the, in the scene, this is his first. This was his first movie role. Also, I R. think R. it P. was a lot of people their first movie. I know, but I mean, that's just a that's a big one for me. He's Michael actually not Clark even Duncan. like quote unquote credit. He's not even in it. Oh. he's just in the background during no. the bike scene. Oh, okay. he doesn't have any lines, nothing, and he's only on camera for half a second. But then he, you know, he went on to be in Green Mile and. Mm. One of my favorites, Ballad of Ricky Bobby. So, like, uh, yeah. when I saw that, I hadn't, re- like, being of age, like, I haven't watched this in probably, like, seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. I just didn't remember him being in it. And then it, when I saw it clocked in the background, I was like, oh, shit, that's huge. And I looked it up, and they're like, yeah, his first yeah. first film role. And I was like, that's fantastic. <laughs> wow. Um, his when, masterpiece, Daredevil. Yeah. When, I, uh, when Red... Yeah, right. <laughs> when they're when they're asking him about because he got punched, you know Damn. how is it? And he's like, it's it fine, it's fine. And he takes it off, and it's just like so bad. Uh, the the, coins, the, the meme, the gif of all of them, just damn. Yeah, that one. That everywhere. the way it's choreographed, the the camera movement, everything on that is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm all about. I love when directors do a dynamic movement with the camera as well as movement with their actors. I think it looks, especially. I mean, specifically for comedic effect. I think it's wonderful. Friends does it a lot all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of those examples where it just works. There's another yeah. good move like that too when uh, Craig has to watch uh, the front because uh, Debo and Smokey <laughs> are going uh, yeah. to steal stuff. Oh, yeah. And then there's this nice shot where it just like goes onto him and then it pulls out and it turns into a profile. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that as well too with directorial as well as like cinematography and uh, 
like actual gaffing and lighting too. Um, just how the house looks like in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they shoot uh, toward or against the light. Yeah. And that's kind of like, man, they really had to make sure their shadows are good mm-hmm. um, to make it feel like this is that hot summer feel. But also like you're, they're walking and no real shadows hit a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And they don't use any like shadow stuff until they actually have to use it. So I was really just happy like indoor house stuff looked like very… It's very hard. Yeah. Light. Well, it's like well saturated because the thing is like I'm really starting to hate muted colors when I watch films. And that's why like mm-hmm. I really like like Spike Lee and John Singleton as well as like uh, F. Gary Gray with like their colors when they're films. Because like it feels so alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't. And that's the thing where like you should use muted colors for like crime dramas. Mm-hmm. Not for like fantastic things which tend to happen all the time. What are you going to do? Um, be mad about it. <laughs> that uh, helps. So… <laughs> That's his answer to everything. <laughs> yeah. Just be mad about it. Yeah. Um, but I will give a shout out to Red. It, that's the other writer of the film. Yeah, yeah. You which I, I think is is just fantastic getting a bunch of scenes of the three of them together. I think they also have a great dynamic. The scene where he's asking for his bike back mm. oh. uh, is so… He like… I know he's not really an actor. He kind of wrote it and put himself in it. But he he nailed that little heartbreak. And he like, did. Man, you know, he's… I'm just… I made a mistake. I just I it's, mean, it's, bo- it's both it's of our both bikes. our bikes. You just keep it here. <laughs> just keep it in my head. Or, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he was originally going to be Smokey. Was he? Studi- oh yeah, that's and right. The studio was like, yeah. No. Which I, I mean, I love him, but I agree with the studio on this yeah. one. Yeah, no, that, of course. Chris Tucker and uh, they wanted like a bigger name at the time, is, and yeah, it's like their um, chemistry is so. Which is why I don't I like the other films quite as much. I love the other Friday films, uh, and I think second the the next Friday is a fantastically written. film. You know, they're making Last Friday. Are they? I'm into it. It's announced last but Friday. There is, and they mm. mentioned they mentioned Smokey a lot in Next Friday. Um, the only reason that Chris Tucker doesn't show up is that he became a born again Christian and decided it wasn't within what he wanted to do, and decided to focus on the Rush Hour films oh. instead. So he didn't come back for Next Friday. Uh, but I think that their chemistry in this is just like unmatched in all yeah. the other ones. It's that little, you know, if they had switched out either one of the people in Clerks, it wouldn't quite be the same. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing where They're it's about like. To. Smokey is the the funny man, and then Ice Cube is the straight man. They're both. Fun. I mean, when when Craig is high yeah. as fuck. Well, and that's the kind of fun thing where well, <laughs> and he's looking well, at the dog. He's well, like, Am I it flips me now? because Smokey's like, "Damn, I shouldn't give him that chronic." You know? Yeah. Like, and he's just mad about it. And he's like, you, you, "Like, stop messing around." He's like, I could, I could hear my heart. You hear that? And he's you like, "It's just it? the crank, man. It's just the cranks." Yeah. You want a little... When he gets up quickly and runs inside, that made me laugh. So hard <laughs> because I've known so many people who, when they're high, do that kind of shit. I, they'll just, you'll be sitting there chilling, and all of a sudden they'll stand up so quick, and everyone goes, like, Whoa, hey. And they're like, I just got to check on something. And you're like, Okay, man. I've, yeah. I've never had like a bad weed freak out like that. And I'm just oh, like, No, oh, I like, have. You're missing out. No, you're not missing out. I mean, no. it's, <laughs> it's less about like, it's less about a freak out and more about how people handle Like, there'll be things yeah. where like, I well, have it's other not friends with, who, it's not with angel dust for sure. Right. Well, I've had other friends when they get stoned, they're just better at things. Mm. But there's other people who are like, are super paranoid about that forgetting things. Like I have friends who like constantly check if they like. Uh, here's an example. I was drinking with some friends one night. One of them was stoned off their rocker, and we. I put a pizza in the oven. <laughs> I closed the oven. They watched me close the oven. We walked back to the couch, sat for a minute and a half, and he went, "How long has the pizza been in there?" And I was like, "Like 30, 40 seconds." He's like, "No." No, dude, it's been like 20, 30 minutes. And he <laughs> ran in there, did that thing, checked on it. He's like, it's still cold. And I was like, yeah, man, it's been fucking two minutes. I have this. Chill. So it just depends on who you are. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, it also depends. I can I can no. I can also say I've had my moments as well. I mean, so. yeah, that's what happens when you uh, smoke outdoor versus indoor. Oh yeah. <laughs> to uh, smells like outdoor. To your point, take this mind fuck. They almost recast Jay from Jane Silent Bob with Seth Green from uh-huh. All Rats. Oh, because it was universe. It was a different studio, and they weren't sure about like it would carry. It was the same kind of thing, right? Where like the studio wanted to intervene and be like, "No, we need a uh, an, an actor, wow. not even an A list. I don't think Seth Green was even an A list. He was he, big at that time. But we need a then, bigger actor. But yeah, we need a bigger Chris actor. Because Chris Tucker was an A list either. They're like, yeah. "We'll do. We'll let you have like one day of shooting." And based on the dailies, they decided to um, keep it. Keep it. Yeah, good yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> good. That choice. is not the same with wow. Seth Green. I love yeah. Seth Green. But no, yeah. uh, I one thing I do really like that the film plays with is uh, I don't think it really talks about it in like a dialogue form, but it p- portrays it in a way is the male gaze, and it's like everything out on this these streets is up for like a show, like women running on the street, what's happening next door, like how we are voyeurs to that, and how we yeah. choose to engage with it, whether it's comical because it's like technically finding out that. Uh, what, what is Bernie Mac's character like a pastor? He's a pastor. Like yes. a pastor oh. is literally committing adultery with yeah. a married woman. And we, we were praying. Yeah. And trying to smoke weed. And yeah. trying to... And like they find that comical where like in the other prisons we'd be like, this is like the downfall of the fucking church and da 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 And it's like, oh, but no, this is like this just is live people. television They're for us. People. It's like, all right, we're watching it. And yeah. then like seeing the husband come home, it's like, all right, all right. And then, I mean, it, it still exists today. Yeah. And like it's, I think there's more concern around moments like that now. But like, for example, the other day, I mean, this is a heavier subject. Uh, there was a accident outside my apartment and I I heard it and it was a really bad one. And I was like, well, I just want to go make sure that if someone needs the police or the ambulance, I can call yeah. it. And I stepped outside and there were already 30, 40 people on the corner just staring and watching. And I was like, yeah. well, this is good. People have this. I'm out. So it's still it still exists now. It's just oh, yeah. a different kind of yeah. kind of thing. Well, the I was listening to the radio the other day and they were um there was an accident on the freeway and they called people looky loose. They're yeah. like it's only slowing because of looky loose. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Is that what they call it? I mean, rubberneckers. I've heard rubberneckers all my life. I've heard looky loose. Yeah. It's an older I think an older term. Back in like the 60s with you? <laughs> when you were or, a boy? Or, yeah. uh, when I was a young man. When you were 20. I also, I, another little part I love, it's a little thing, but like, I, do, I just remember this feeling so vividly when she's like, all right, 8.30. And he goes, 7.30. Yeah. And I was like, I love that. Yeah. I just it was love cute. That. Any, was any extra cute. time I can get with you, I'm yeah. going to take it. Well, I'm going to wake me, up on a Saturday at 7.30 to come see you. Much like a film that we watched with our boy, Jeff Nimoy, mm-hmm. that he he directed it's like kind of that like there's a reason to wake up earlier. yeah and that's kind of the cool thing that this you know the film's tackling with like what is your purpose as well it's like what do you do on a day that you don't you're not really supposed to be doing anything much like a clerk story right um but then it's like once at the end of the day you kind of have like a purpose or something to wake up for it's like you're willing to go earlier and do whatever you want because everything and like it's funny because we just we've done the big lebowski now like i'm so super cognizant of every time it's a damn and shit and so i'm just like everything is in this film to the main characters is a grievance everything like hey can you go to damn say hey daddy got shit and then it's like at every moment it's a shit or a damn because everything at that moment it's a hot day you know it's Mm -hmm. like you're supposed to be day off doing nothing but everything sucks but then waking up early for someone that you've been wanting to like spend time with is not Mm. and so there's like that kind of cool thing where it's like you know, they're underneath the exteriors of, like, language and, you know, race, as well as, like, where you live. Like, people are people, no mm-hmm. matter what. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. 
Favorite characters? Favorite characters. I mean, do we go with... Like, easy? Easy for me? Smokey is by far... The most entertaining one. Maybe then we go side then? I I actually like Craig. For sure. Smokey. Smokey was like... No, I just mean out of the two. It's probably going to be one of the two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So do we go side then also? Okay, so how about you do your main and then you do your side? Okay, so Smokey and for me, it's it's a tie between... I love... I just love Regina King. Mm. So Dana, Of course Dana. She was hella uh, annoying to me, though. Shout out to my wife. The minister's just, just like, um, no. And also, I think she Oh, was, when he asked for the 200 bucks? Yeah, that no. was my uh, favorite thing. I think she was portraying a psychopath, too, because she sleeps on her fist. Does she? Ew, what? She I sleeps like this. Oh, oh she's yeah. trying to, yeah. like, keep her she's hair She's trying nice. to wake up and keep her... Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I've definitely she's been there psychopath when my alarm eyes. goes off, and I, like, am sitting there. I'm like, if I just sit well, up a little bit, it's I like in the up. morning he sees her that way and it's like cool maybe she's waking up and just ch- hanging out but then like later on it becomes nighttime and then she's like that so like, no she's trying not to sleep on her hair so it doesn't get messed up because the first thing she did when she was sitting like this and she like started to fall she stopped and she was like straightening it out like I hope I didn't she's pretty much through the whole movie anything. dealing with her hair her yeah. hair yeah <laughs> that's, her, that's her whole MO that's her thing that's uh, her stick. but also I mean the the dad Mm, yeah. yeah, it's 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 yeah. someone in Craig's family is my second favorite. All all three of them, I think, were just really wonderful, really distinct, and really added to that. Like I could s- see that as a real house household. You know, yeah. I've been in those households. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, for me, it's Craig, just because like, come on, Craig. He's yeah, he's just doing his best. Come on, Craig. He's just trying so hard to like live up to. He's the Eeyore as well as the Pooh at the same yeah. time. Yeah, where Smokey is the Tigger as well as the Piglet. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so much. Uh, so I really like Craig and then uh, Debbie. Mm-hmm. Debbie, because like she like coming up into Debo's face and be like, Mm-mm. no, yeah. no, no, I don't care if you punch me right now, and he did, but also Slapped she her. still Open did hand. it. Slap. Slap. Yeah. No, that I'm not. Defending that at right. all. <laughs> just saying what it yeah, is. Cool. Yeah, Jeez. Just getting the facts right. I'm yeah, saying no, no. if he had closed fists knocked her out, she would be not the Because we see, yeah. yeah, we saw what happened when he closed fists. Yes. Red. Yeah. Shout out to Red. Four, yeah. 40 feet. Um, <laughs> yes. I want to give a R. shout R. out Red's to the crackhead. Yeah. Like, it, what was, was his name? Easel, Easel? I couldn't find it. I'll look Tom it up. Hope. But I just love that every, like, he would just come into the scene every now and again. Like, he would see him, like, stealing the clothes off the lawn or whatever. And then, like, coming in the window when he's trying to go through the guy's pants. Is that tiny? No, Tiny is Debo. Oh, Tiny's Tiny Debo. Debo. Can you believe that? A guy named Tiny. His name I love is, it. His name is Tony I, I just remember him. I love it. I'll do what you should have done 10 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And also as the president. Yeah. Also as the president in Idiocracy. Um, for me, no, it would that's, be no, Terry that's Cruz. Terry Cruz. That's the other black president guy. in Fifth Element. <laughs> wow. There you go. Holy. Jesus. It's um, the other big buff black guy. I would say Smokey out of the, out of the two, but Craig is very, very close. Mm-hmm. I just love watching Ice Cube, too. Yeah, both of them. Agreed. That's a hard decision between the two because they both. Anyway, uh, side probably. Debo. Debo yes. was great. He was um, like terrifying, but great. Yeah, it's Easel. Easel. E z a l, and I forget I'm from pronouncing it right, but it's like Easel or something like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. He was just watching him take a shit the entire yeah. time, and it's like, hey, I may not be the smartest guy. Oh, it looks God. like you taking a shit. That, like, that line. It was all, and he's like, don't you tell nobody. He's like, oh, for sure. Hey, everyone, smoking out here taking shit. I ain't gonna tell no one else now. <laughs> I was like, damn. But um, that's how that's that's like the slippery deaf guy from Family Guy who's just like, God, you're just inconvenient here at this moment. It's just like ir- like irritatingly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that character. Can I talk now? No. Okay. Uh, so my favorite next person. Gone. Uh mine would probably be it's really hard between the dad, Red, and Debbie. 
I like all three of them had like That's things that I really liked. Three way tie for different reasons. Like yeah. Debbie is just a strong female. Yeah, and I wonder uh, who Ali's gonna like. Um, <laughs> and the dad, I mean, he's just cool ass dad. Yeah, he's trying to teach a lesson. And Red, yeah, I mean, he's just he's just trying to get a get get along with life. Just trying to do the right yeah. thing. Run the run with the arms. Just yeah. every time I see it, <laughs> it makes like, me laugh. They're little like S shapes. I, I do that myself, like jokingly, when I'm like, yeah. "No!" And I swing uh, my arms sillyly. You know, another line I realized was it's probably not looking back on time having like nine to ten year old, twelve year old white kids yelling this, but uh, every time I was playing with Dustin Tasty Money, and we would get da- we'd get hurt or something or whatever. Don't say the N word. No. <laughs> We what? would say the N-word loudly. No, we would say the, are you, are you okay? Like, my neck, my, my back, back, my neck <laughs> and my back. <laughs> I mean, $15,000, but we could sell it now for twenty. <laughs> no, wow. Is it $20 or is it $2? I think it's two. 20 Okay, because no, he always, 20. He asked it's 20 for in $2. the store, but he says it's $2 for him to... Everywhere. Yeah, something else. Say, hey, man, I'll go wash the car. $2? Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Uh, Ali? For me, for me, when I think of, like, why would it, why I would put it on, why I would watch Friday... It's Smokey. It's to watch Smokey. It's to watch. Mm-hmm. It's to watch Chris Tucker, and so, improvise his way through yeah, a classic it's, masterpiece. It's perfect. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my pick. Cool. Uh, you have so? a side. You have a side side character. Side character. <laughs> also Smokey. It would be <laughs> <laughs> also Smokey. No, it actually, I actually like Ice Cube in this a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of his better. I want to say it's my favorite movie of his mm-hmm. that I've seen him in. So you're taking the Corey route and breaking the rules mm-hmm. on favorite characters. What did I do? You used like to be a main, main character. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, uh, I'm okay. not mad about do, it. You can do whatever you want, Ollie. Yeah. yeah I, Next, I would pick no. Debbie, but I just felt like she didn't impact, like, she wasn't as wasn't much in the... Uh, right. She wasn't as strong wow. enough. <laughs> wow. wow. Sorry she didn't fit your agenda and the, and the hey, character just by herself. I think it's totally fine you pick two main characters. Oh. All right. Break rules. I just uh, want you to say whatever your heart says. Uh, That's all I ever me, do. Speak from the heart. Main character would have to be <laughs> the black-owned liquor store owner. Oh, the, the Asian, the Asian, Asian Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but no. I was going to say, you know who's... Mopping in is the director. It's the director. director. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I knew that. Who do you think I is? I'm talking uh, to the audience. No, but you look I'm straight in my eyes. A conversation. You look into my eyes. Yeah, it's through. It's, it's through it's conversation. conversation. It's, it's, it's meant to be natural. I hate it when mom and dad fight. Um, You're supposed every to pick up. You never look at me during, me. but you look at me now. Anyway, I you during <laughs> your question. Main? Uh, so my main is actually it's probably it's probably Smokey. Uh, he's just most entertaining, even though the audience surrogate is Craig. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Smokey is just the most fun to be around. Um, and Craig just kind of feels like a wet blanket and it's like you understand what he wants and what he like what's going through his life but Smokey is the one that kind of like kind of keeps the balance of what the film is uh, and then second character would have to be Pops Pops nice. and then se- uh, honorary mention is Easel for sure honorary <laughs> mention is Easel for sure like you just can't go wrong with like the the neighborhood nuisance yeah, you can't go wrong with that character. Who's so like, good. Even I mean, also the kid on the bike and showing up at the most inopportune time. Like doesn't, he I mean, his, just, doesn't he take Debo's shoes at the end too? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yep. Yes, like, he does. Hey, you can have your knife because I don't want it. I, I steal. I don't kill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> steal, not kill. Uh, but like also, I I love how Smokey wants hates everybody. Like he hates um the Angel Dust guys. And yeah. He also hates the kids on the bikes. Heck. Hector? Well, yeah. everyone hates the kid on the bike. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I thought he like, knocks oh. over the trash cans. Yeah. Everybody in the neighborhood. We yeah. had kids who did that in our neighborhood. Oh my God. Turns out it was my neighbor. Wow. I, wow. My dad caught him one day. We almost had that, but it was more of the destroying mailboxes with uh, uh, the bats. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Also did that. They put firecrackers in the mailboxes. Wow. Butterfly cool. effect, baby. 
Uh, yeah. Not quite. Nice. Uh, so, we now qualms? move to qualms. Gripes? I, I don't mind uh, qualms only. starting this out because mine are quick. Yeah. Uh, one's more of a personal thing. I uh, The toilet scene just for me just did not age. Same. Um, you mean it didn't age yeah. well? Having to go poop? Or? It was just the scene taking place within the restroom oh. and then the, the sounds and whatnot. See, here's the thing. Toilet humor has a place. That um, was not it. And that was not it. Um, my only other qualm, and th- this is a stretch, I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to admit, and it actually kind of goes against what kind of the movie is, is it took 50 minutes to get to the, quote, main conflict between Big Worm. Mm. Like, it was like there was no real conflict until it was like then, and then it was like, get my money or die. Yeah. Basically, I mean... I know that it unfolds and all that kind of stuff. That was my only, and again, it's a stretch, and it didn't, ru- it right. doesn't ruin my experience. Right, it's not the type of film it is. It no, went from it's not. zero to sixty. I mean, the thing, what no you're doing time. is you're almost commenting on a continuity thing. It's kind of like yeah. it's not quote unquote filmic, but it's like, yeah, that's the I, only thing I that say. I was like, and we are sticking to two, so it's fine. Yeah, that was uh, the only two I have. Because I don't have many either. The dad pooping was one of mine. Nice. I also uh, didn't love the smoky pooping around the corner bit oh. either. It just that one, I, it, I, and I write a lot of toilet humor in my uh, puking. I think is one of the funniest things in the world to me. Um, but well placed. It just didn't. It didn't. I think it went on too. Both went on too long. I think that's it. Maybe it wasn't the actual scene itself, but both I could have been like yeah, thirty forty five seconds shorter. I I'm gonna say this, and I'm not trying to refute the qualms, but I will say I um will not say if it has or has not happened to me that exact thing with my father. <laughs> Okay, like so, it's happened to me, to me on beach parties. Like that's happened. Listen, with, with pops purely being like, I need to tell you this lecture thing. Oh, like, that I don't no, need that has not happened. That to has me. happened to me. Maybe, maybe not have happened to me. But oh, I it's understand. happened to me, and that's probably why I don't. Uh, like, anyway, so those two, and then f- my only like because neither of those take away from it. Again, like just my own personal preference. But the one that I think does for me just a little bit is we have this wonderful scene with the dad. Talking about Dukes. This is all you need. Mm-hmm. Put up your Dukes. You, you may lose, you may win, but this makes you a man. Winning with your fists. And he technically wins by hitting him in the face with a brick. And I think it would have been a stronger story if even though Debo's fighting dirty, he still fights. He fights with he his fists. Fights yeah. with fists. Uh, so when he yeah. every time he picks up the brick and throws it, I'm kinda like picks up one time. I mean every time I watch You're it watch and it, it happens. Yeah. I'm kind of just like, man, I think it well, just would have been... This guy would be dead if he threw it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, well, he'd probably be dead if he threw it the one time, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. So for me, it was just that, like, at that point, use the gun. Might as well. Kind of thing. Yeah, you're using a, um, using a weapon. Because you, you're going to make him a vegetable. Yeah. Essentially. So for me, that's my only qualm, is I wish it was still, like, he got back up, you know, I can do this all day kind of thing, and beat him fair mm-hmm. and square. I get that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Even if he, even if he was, you know, he tackled him from behind or something. But the, it's the brick that that kills it for me every time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. It, just because it goes against what that Dylan? scene does. Kind of on that, like I did feel weird about it. It wasn't enough for me to be like, "This is a qualm." So I guess it's kind of the like brick? a sort of qualm. Yeah, like it just felt like the the odds were so great that of course he was going to have to improvise. But at least he wasn't like shooting to kill. Like, yeah, yeah that was still really, really dangerous. Yeah, but he threw, like through a brick at his face, right? But rather than putting a bullet through his head, which is like Arguably, definitely death. Yeah, but maybe better. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, coma for the rest of your life, maybe. Yeah, I know, but uh, it just for me, it wasn't even about that. It was more just it went against the 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 moral 
right. the dad yeah. was yeah. teaching him. Right. Is this is all you need. Which and is it's kind like, of the message well, it wasn't. of the wasn't. He yeah. still needed a brick. Yeah. 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 I guess that just it didn't that didn't resonate with me as strongly. Sure. Um, I mean, the, David needs a slingshot, baby. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't have his dad first say, This is all you need. Yeah. No, yeah. just the it was a poignant, army. It was a poignant <laughs> yeah. scene. Um yeah, I, I honestly don't really have any qualms. Okay. Like the, nice. the, the toilet stuff was like uncomfortable, but we had the same kind of thing. It's like, oh, you can't go inside? Oh, there's bushes. Like we had forests yeah. and stuff. So it was Must like be nice. I don't know. Convenient. It is. Convenient. It was. Um, I grew up in construction yard-ish areas. Oh, so. that sucks. Mm. Uh the only qualm that I really had, and you know, for me it's you know me and things that take me out of the movie. Um, the only thing that really did for me was right after the drive-by. Um, like, and then the neighbors came out or whatever. It felt like their reactions was as if they had heard one single loud noise. Mm-hmm. Mm. And like, as opposed to like gunfire for what was it like thirty seconds of screen time or something? Like, oh, multiple. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, yeah. Someone comes Pretty out. Was like, was that a gunshot? Of was an that a shot? Weapon? No, they say it was an explosion. Like, yeah. Oh. My, the mom's like, it sounded like a bomb. I'm like, kind of bomb has like freaking. AK-47 fire for like a minute. So, so that was the only thing of like, I feel like a shootout of that caliber. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know. I've been in LA in my life and I of feel like- Of that caliber of bullet? Of that caliber of um, like how intense the shootout was. Yeah. And how there long multiple like, guns. Right. Yeah. Like there would be a long cops houses, there. Like, yeah. I don't know about that. Might not be cops only, right away, but only because for that for me, amount. No, I will say only for me because 4th of July, I don't have any animals. But it, actually, I don't. I can't sleep during those weeks because people just blow up fucking like pretty very illegal fireworks. Yeah, and no cops show up ever. And right, I was but like, that's not the yeah. July. I was like, can the cops show up, please? Because they shouldn't be blowing it here because they, they're doing it to the point where like also, they're breaking cars. I get, I get mistaking also, to, to bear in mind this this neighborhood where it takes place. It's kind of like the police but I mean, have gone. Oh, no, to I know, his point I know, is even to, less like, against the police. It's I know more about, about the people coming up going, "What was that?" Like, oh, clearly, yeah, yeah, it was. I know. Yeah, gunshots from a minute like that was. Clearly, gunfire. Every house on that block would have heard. Cops would have been. They shot yeah. at the like, houses. There is there is a line. I get it. It's a rough neighborhood. Cops yeah. don't always, you know, whatever. But realistically, even that time, that amount of gunfire, there would have been cops. Yeah, like th- there's three or four Uzis and some pistols yeah. on, a, on a roof. That's not like, just. Yeah. That's not your. That's not your average gangbang. Like you know, whatever. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> uh, so that's the only thing I was like. That's a bigger deal than it looked like. For me, uh, my only qualm. Uh, is uh, the unnecessary fourth wall break? Oh, the staring at the camera. It's unnecessary. Which Smokies? all of them? Both. Okay. They don't need it. It happened like three times. I think. I actually, it was yeah. twice. I think it's twice. It's no. once I right after. Craig almost does it. One too, I for think, Craig. Right? Yeah. Those are the ones I really I saw. So I, if you saw I, another one. I saw another one. What's the other one? Um, I don't remember was, the time frame, but he does like turn and like stare at you. Well, no, it's camera. right after he talks to Debbie and it's like seven thirty, and she walks no, away. No, 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 no. Before that. There was a before well, that's that the one. I just don't. That one bothered me. The the smoky one didn't simply because it's smoky to right me, at the end of the movie too. I've to me the thing is like but I've the Craig one fell out of place. Other like, like there's been wall? Spike Lee films that break the fourth wall, and I think they just do it a little better, and they're for a reason. For this is more like we know the audience is there. It's like cool, but but here's the here's the other thing on that, and I I completely I get that because at it happened before when you're talking, and I even paused it and went, did they just break the fourth wall like? 70 minutes into the movie or something like that or it was it was well into the movie and I was like oh yeah they haven't done that yeah, yet yeah that's interesting yeah so it was 
To me, it almost felt like they used... I, I agree with that. I think if they had only done the smoky one, it wouldn't have felt too out of place because it's end of the movie, like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, button on the film. like Right, but since it, it happens another like time at least... Especially could... when one, one time you're like, was that a fourth? Like you're not yeah. like they don't fully yeah. commit the to breaking one was, it. I was like, I had to rewind. Yeah, it. the smoky yeah. one feels feels like Porky the pig. Blah blah blah. blah that's all, folks. Yeah. yeah. But then the other one felt just like, did you guys just not have another take? Yeah. Uh, because I don't know why. Like oh, I don't like get the, what that's yeah, supposed to mean. Like instead, put some like sexy porno music on instead. <laughs> you could have done that just as well versus like or but, not or leave the truth of the moment of the seven thirty in there. I mean, the thing is like, what does a fourth wall break do? Other than yeah. being like tongue in cheek, like "Hey," but like, w- like when other filmmakers have done it, they use it for effect of like, and it's a part of the style of the film too. Well, like, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So it's like you know, you Corey, you fucking praise the gospel of Fleabag. I'll talk about oh, House yeah. of Cards. I'll talk about you know other things. So like with Spike Lee films, they break the fourth wall when it's like "Wake up now." He's like talking to the audience, like "Fucking get woke now," and I'm like, "All right, I get it." Like, but this never demanded me to be like. So check out that girl at seven thirty. Yeah. It's the, like uh, I don't want. That's not for me. Yeah, <laughs> the gospel of Fleabag. I will preach yeah. that uh, as well. So, so I think that's the best best fourth wall breaking I've seen in in uh, media is Fleabag for me. Uh, mm-hmm. And then for mm-hmm. the uh, for the Marvel folk, the Deadpool shit. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So for me, that just kind of like I don't know why. That's it. Yeah. Um, cool. So rating. Josh. It's me, really. Oh, Josh. It's Josh. Yeah. yeah. No one votes for you, baby. Um, let's write it down. Let's write everyone write uh, your number down. A everyone write I do, I do write it down, but your guys' conversation is really nice. I'm gonna say 4.5. Ooh, 4.5 for John. Next, it's me. 4.3. 4.3 for Corey. Me and Kaylin. Go, Kaylin. Uh, 4.7. 4.7 for Kaylin. No one was surprised. No, nope. um, uh, 3.9. 3.9. Ali, mine's four seven. So Tom, Jesus Nerd on Nation Criminy. got it right. Yay! Mm-hmm. The thing is, Way to go, so Nerd with on Nation. this, it's not like there's a lot of inherently wrong things, but I don't look back and being like, oh, the filmmaking is so phenomenal. This film, right? But it's not. You don't have to be. You can still no. enjoy it for other reasons. Exactly. And so yeah, to me, great. it's like it's still very enjoyable. But I'm kind of like again that that little usher level is kind of like. Mm, I know, I know what it took to make this into really, you know, blah blah. And I'll say this: there's more films that have been made that I have not made. So, uh, where am so I we'll to judge about it? Give our shout outs to our Nerd on Nation members, uh, Jared W. and Jackie. You guys are the guests that Grumper Gaster Gator. No, turn him off. You nailed it. Turn off his mic. Jackie's got your number. Yeah, I think that's two weeks in a row now. She's killing it. Uh, but dope y'all that's yeah. it thank you for listening everybody at home thank you so much for listening let us know what you thought of Friday Bye. your numbers who you thought the grump was going to be reach out to us on social media or just send even us a email. message just be like I'm not wearing hockey pants oh my god yeah, and that's nice. wow. I love it thank very, you very, very, very well played uh, game insert if, if I can slight PSA I implore everyone at home to be watching a film written or that has a uh, like a black cast or written by black writers and like with black directors and stuff like that um, just, you know, so you understand where the filmmaking genre is going with. Mm-hmm. So I, like, this was to me, like, we got to talk about Friday, Friday so. Yeah. That's um, great. Yeah. Everybody at home, again, thank you so much for listening. If you are new to NerdOn, please check out our website, nerdon.tv. has all the information of everything that we do and all the outbound links to what we do, social media, YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, reach out to us on social media. Share us with your friends, your family. 
do consider supporting us via the Nerd On Nation. It does help us to be the best that we can be and to get better. Smash um, that like button. Exactly. But uh, yeah, that's it. We love you. You know the drill. As always, Nerd On! Indie Broadcast.